I'm Zach. I'm Roy. And this is Advice Hot Dog. Roy, Halloween is almost upon us, and I don't know if I've ever told you this, but uh, when I was a kid, the uh, and I can show you this, actually. My mom brought me some of the newspapers from the small town that I grew up in. When I was a kid, the newspaper would run a, a, a feature every week that was what was being served for lunch at the public schools. For Halloween? No, every week. They did, it. they did it always. Yeah, it was just like, this is what we're serving mm-hmm. your kids for lunch. And I don't know if it was concerned just Concerned parents want to know. To fill up space in the newspaper. But this was the Midwest, man. Parents aren't concerned about what what their kids are being fed. Like, they're worried there's not enough McDonald's on the menu. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Is that what you were fed for, for school? Yeah. Our school cafeteria was actually just a McDonald's. Uh-huh. And our school was also a McDonald's that we had to take classes in oh. burger flipping. and. Well, then you're ready for, for the workforce. Fry dipping. Yeah, that was about the best job you could hope to get there. Uh, you know, when I was a kid, uh, there was no McDonald's in the town that I lived in. Really? Yep. That's how mm. small of a town it was. It was a zero McDonald's town. There's a town there. There's a McDonald's there now. There's also a town there now. Uh-huh. Uh, but there I really liked it. wasn't a town either. I really liked it on, uh, on, on the week uh, leading up to Halloween when they would list a spooky version of, oh, of the right. school menu. Um, and the thing I think that I, that I conceptually liked about it the most is there was absolutely no indication of what the food items actually were. Really? Uh, well, so, so there would be, for instance, witch's fingers, which were French fries. Oh, uh, I would have thought those were fish fingers. Or uh, skeleton bones, which were also French fries. Um, mostly french fries is what there was uh, uh-huh. to eat at, at this school spooky but, potatoes yeah well yeah uh corn of the children <laughs> I, I, I thought of that i thought that was pretty funny yeah that was pretty good uh yeah i don't remember a lot of With them ketchup I, as i really wish sauce. oh man my mom was just back home i should have had her get me the the halloween issue of the newspaper i would love to have like a microfiche of these things sure um i bet you could look online I don't right. know if that paper has an online. There's probably an RSS so that you could know oh, every, every yeah. week. Yeah, maybe there is. Maybe I could subscribe to it in Google Reader. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So I was thinking about that today because I got this email. Uh, so there's this sushi restaurant that we go to uh, every week mm-hmm. uh, after the after the podcast that I record on Monday nights. My girlfriend raw and I had head down to raw to raw sushi. Uh, R A. Like the sushi's always raw. The person on your floor who buys you beer halfway through the semester after you finally oh, after they've okay. just given up on trying right. to do their job correctly. Not the sun god. No. Um. But I uh, I don't know why I did this. I never do this. But I gave them my email address, Roy, so that they could send me promotional emails. Awesome. And one of the promotional emails that they've sent me is is an invitation to uh, the raw boo bash. Uh, which is their Halloween party, a boo bash. A boo bash. Yeah. Which, uh-huh. when I see that, I think... I think of boobs. Boob ash, which uh-huh. is like, oh, is, that, is this a place where they're burning boobs? Like, they, oh, there was a right. typo mm-hmm. in the, in the you know, the fascist uh, dictate, mm-hmm. the, di- the dictum. Yes, yes, and they, uh, they're and having they're pyres. They're just too. burning all the boobs, yeah. Yeah, all the yeah. good ones. Uh, but but no, I think it's a it's a, like a boo bat, like... They, they were like, well, we got to call it a bash. Otherwise, no one will show up. What right. spooky words start with B? A bones bash. Sure. Blood bash. Barf bash. Yeah, that is pretty scary. Uh, anyway, I just wanted to share with you uh, the the items that they've renamed in Halloween oh, fashion awesome. on okay. the menu. Uh, in this. Uh, so there's a voodoo crispy chicken. Uh huh. She's like, okay. I mean, voodoo is not a sushi restaurant. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. maybe that's what's scary about it. Well, this isn't fish. I'm disconcerted. This is cooked. Uh, uh, vampire shrimp. 
Okay. Uh, it's pretty cool. Pretty sure. Cool. You, yeah. You know, I kind of like the idea of a vampire shrimp, shrimp. that are feeding on other other shrimps. Um, spider roll, which is just a thing that's on their menu. I, right. I, that's not even. But this time they're using real spiders. Maybe so. Maybe so. The uh, the thing that upsets me actually about about these is the the, the beverages, the cocktails that they oh, have. What are they? Uh, okay. So the first one is grape Goulade, which okay, uh-huh. sure, sure. They're, they're trying it's alcoholic at right? least. Yeah. Uh, the second one. Sinner's Sangria. Huh. Uh, which, that makes me think that, like, you know how when we were kids, uh, or when we were, like, in high school, there was that haunted house downtown, and you go to the haunted house, and really what it is, is, like, they do these skits the about how if you, house. if you use drugs or have sex, that you'll go to hell. Right. And the, the, the spooky part was at the end when you're in hell being tormented by the devil. Yeah, you go to the bad hell, not the, the good one. Oh, yeah, not the cool, not the cool hell where, like, you, it's like Ozzy Osbourne's Disco. down there, and, yeah. And uh, you can hang out with all the with all the people who were cool when they were alive. No, this is the bad hell. You know, Ozzy Osbourne's still alive. Yeah, well, but he has a pass, right? I'm, I and you know maybe maybe this is hubris, but I'm assuming that you and I are probably going to outlive Ozzy Osbourne. I don't know. Yeah, you, you know who knows? Who knows what can happen? You know who's going to outlive everyone? Iggy Pop. Yeah, he probably will. Yeah, he's got the, he's skinny. He's got that caloric restriction thing going on. Yeah, didn't save the people in the biosphere. They're all dead. They're not all dead. They would be if they were still in the biosphere. Uh, Can Encino Man save them? Anyway, singer Sinner's Sangria. I think you're, uh, yeah. I think. No, I know what I said. Yes. Uh, well, Sangria already means bloody. Oh, so maybe that's the spooky That's the spooky thing that they were. Uh, uh, so, but the one okay, that, sorry, I, I stepped all over that. No, you sure. said Sinner's Sangria meaning. Yeah, it just, yeah, I don't think that's spooky enough. I it think comes that's with a, a that tiny a, baby in a it. Piss poor effort. Um, piss poor effort to make a spooky cocktail. Last one though, manic mango. Huh. Not only is that not scary. No, I know why. Okay. Halloween is on a Monday. Okay. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. So this sounds like a thing from the 80s because in the 80s we were experimenting with a lot of new fruits that we had never had. Sure, yeah. Uh like mangoes and uh-huh. what else? Bell pepper cocktails. Bo- boysenberries. I don't know what other fruits were big in that. Blue raspberries Avocados, were discovered in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. Until they knew they weren't good as yeah, fruits. Yeah, well, the 80s is when I learned uh, my first lesson in how to be an insufferable pedantic prick, uh, which is that tomatoes are technically a fruit. Yeah. Um, manic mango. That's not scary at all, you assholes. <laughs> I, I, I have been going to this sushi restaurant like pretty much every Monday for like six months, and I'm not going this Monday. Really? Yeah, because fuck okay. this. Fuck their manic mango. I bet that's why they named it manic, though. Non-Halloween ass nonsense. Okay. They it, a- it should have been like, rip your throat out mango. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Murderous Mur- mango. Murder mango. Yeah, yeah. Werewolf whiskey. <laughs> that's good. Yes, a vodka yeah. vampire. No, the, ha- the hair of the werewolf. A black Russian. Because <laughs> blacks are scary. <laughs> Yeah, that's why. That's why that's spooky. Um, Good. Yeah, that's. They've taken one of the most treasured memories of my childhood, and they've just pissed. They've ruined it. it. Yeah, they've pissed all over it. George Lucas. They're they're (laughs) just. It's Phantom Menace all over again. Childhood. Um, Hey, uh, I got a couple housekeeping things uh, that I wanted to uh, that I wanted to deal with. One of uh, one of them is kind of untidy around here. Uh, yeah, who is this? Kirk wrote, what was that website you suggested that a listener have a car salesman look at to see what the average price paid for a car is? I'm about to go car shopping against my will, and I need to know. Uh, I I tried to 
uh, talked to the wizard C.D. Moyer, who was the one who told me about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he wasn't around. Uh, so I, I did a little bit of research. And I'm pretty sure it's truecar.com. You mean you use the internet? I did. That is at mm-hmm. least a site that does that. Sure. There is also the episode that we recorded that has you saying that website. What? Yeah, I, I believe that you can rewind these. Wait, I I don't understand. Aren't we just broadcasting these live? No. Oh. These are actually being recorded. Yeah, I guess that does make sense because I do spend a lot of time editing these, which yeah. I wouldn't do. Yeah, if which I was is just, weird, right? Yeah. I yeah, thought why, it was just why are you to, doing that extra work? It was just to feel good about, you know, like, oh, remember when we said that? Mm-hmm. That was great. Yeah, reminiscing. Uh, the other thing is uh, Noodleon uh, responded on the Twitter to how uh, to our, our uh, question about how the fuck you're supposed to know what kind of cream to buy. Mm-hmm. Uh, according to my wife, you have to somehow intuit what kind of cream you need based on the recipe. And then he and then he uh, and then he continues. He elucidates. Short answer. Ask your wife. Longer depends on the recipe because the difference is mostly consistency. Use what is best. Okay, this is zero information is the problem. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I could ask my ex-wife, I guess, and I would say like, hey, ex-wife, what kind of cream should I use for this recipe? And she would probably say, fuck you. Give me some more money. Uh, What are you supposed to happen if you asked your wife? What we're confused about is uh, what's the difference between heavy cream and heavy whipping cream and then just whipping cream? No, we, we know what whipping cream yeah, is, Yeah, I mean, right? I, I'm assume, I can assume that whipping, S&M cream. whipping cream is just a less heavy version of heavy whipping cream. Um, and what about light heavy whipping cream? That doesn't make any sense. And what about double decaffeinated half-calf light whipping cream with a twist? Yeah. That's a joke from L.A. Story, the uh, classic Steve Martin comedy from the 1980s. Oh, thanks. Um because they were making jokes about complicated coffee drinks uh, when no one on earth who did not live in Los Angeles knew anything about yeah, uh, complicated But now everyone can appreciate drinks. that. Yeah, they sure can. Mm-hmm. The woman in front of me, uh, there's a Starbucks in the grocery store. So every once in a while when I'm out shopping for my, for my lunch fruits, I, uh, I stop, at the, uh, stop at the Starbucks. And the woman in front of me ordered some really long named thing. Mm-hmm. And I, don't, I literally did not know what a single one of the words meant. Really? That's not true. I think I knew what they all meant, but uh, in in conjunction, put together, you didn't know what they made. What? So here's the thing that I don't understand. I think that there's there are, there are two options when you go to Starbucks. You can either get a cup of coffee, which is some coffee with no calories at all, or mm-hmm. you can get anything else that they serve, which is basically just a melted coffee milkshake. <laughs> um, <laughs> And, you know, and you can you can look it up and it's like, oh, so this is like drinking this coffee drink is like eating four cheeseburgers from what Jack about chai? I don't know anything about that, but I think so. I know that chai is uh, what they call tea in yes. India, which is also, a you know, it's just a beverage that people have been drinking for centuries that also, you know, doesn't have any calories. It's a way of flavoring water. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that when you get chai uh, at a place that sells stuff like that, it's usually like sweet and milky and mm-hmm. and just filled with sugar. It has uh, cardamom, vanilla, um, ginger, and there's one more ingredient, I, I think. How do you know this? I used to make it. Okay. Um, Professionally? No. When I lived in Germany, I learned from, from my uh, Sri Lankan friends how to make it. No, oh, but they were yeah. making Sri Lankan chai. Sure. Yeah, that's true. Arthur C. Clarke brought them the secret of modern technology, and then they, they, they suddenly figured out how to make all these crazy different kinds of chai. 
that their right. primitive brains couldn't handle before. Oh yes, yes, exactly. They were like, "This is a this is a sufficiently uh, advanced technology." So to us, it is indistinguishable from magic, just like everything else, because we're ignorant savages. I know nothing about Sri Lanka. Yeah. I know that uh, your Sri Lankan friends are awesome, and I think they've been to college and stuff. Uh, so there's really no reason for me yeah, to be really been insulting to more college their than we entire culture. <laughs> um, and I also learned from them that curry, uh, like mole, means sauce. I thought salsa meant sauce. It does. Hmm. No, it, well, it does. I, I think that's just a word origin. What does huaca uh, mean? Uh, it means guac. <laughs> no, that's um, a derivative of avocado. Okay, so avocado sauce is what guacamole uh-huh. means. Uh-huh. Yeah, aguacate, guacamole. And salsa fresca is fresh sauce. Yeah. But um, like mole, you know, just in general is sauce. So then you have red, green, uh, you know, whatever, brown. Isn't mole always brown? Like every time I see something that's described as mole, it's like, I think of it as just like a sort of a Hershey syrup with some jalapenos sure, floating and, in it. And people talk about that uh, because Oaxacan mole is a type of mole that has chocolate in it, but not all moles have so chocolate Oaxacan in it. So Oaxacan mole is different than guacamole. Yes, it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oaxacan is the brown one that is kind of sweet, but then there's red and green, which are not uh, sweet. I accidentally ate Mexican food for dinner tonight, not realizing that tomorrow is my traditional night to eat Mexican food. Right? Oh, I see. I've, I've realized. You didn't eat a whole taco and then it's like, what What did I just eat? Yeah, I don't know. it was weird. I, I had a big bowl of bean soup and then uh-huh. some beans. Okay. Um, sticking to this beans theme. Eating a lot of beans. Yeah. They're that, good for your that, heart. That explains this room. Yeah. yeah, it does. And I apologize to you, Roy, and to you, the listeners. Yeah. I, I don't think... Do you have a microphone down there? I do. <laughs> okay. It's not plugged into anything, though. I just like fart, to, fart mic. I just like to pretend that I'm the star of my own 24-hour reality TV show. Right. The sounds of my butt dot com. Uh-huh. Hey, I had an out my butt moment. You did. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was pretty terrible. Uh, I was shopping out with Corinne and um, shopping out. Is that we were shopping out? Yeah. Okay. And for, fortunately, we were just a few blocks from the house because I had to make her drive home oh, as I fast you were say, as I possible. I had to make and <laughs> she needed to drive home uh, as fast. Uh, it was terrible. I, I realize now that... Um, as a younger man, I could consume a lot more alcohol in one evening and be okay the next day. And now um, I will have hangovers, but the real uh, problem that I have is digestive more than more than it is a mm-hmm. headache. So you, you, you have eight drinks in a night and all the next day is just one out of my butt after another. It's, it's out of my butt for the first half of the day. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. like three of those. But that's why we didn't, that's why we're recording Advice Hot Dog a couple days late is because you, you sent me a text reason. message that I, said, out of my butt, uh-huh. I can't record Advice Hot Dog tonight. Yeah, and you knew what I meant. Because I'm too busy making. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we had just gone to Corinne's uh, 10-year reunion. Which was really fun. I didn't expect it to be, wow, but it we're was old. Uh huh. Yeah, because she's a lot younger than us. Sure. And, and our twenty-year reunion is only a few years away. Huh. Okay. Yeah. How many? Three. Three. Wow. Three years. What the fuck happened to us? Roy? I don't know what happened. We've become grown-ups. But but I did learn that um, if you are a single man, anyone who's listening, if you're a single man. And uh, you want to go to your ten-year reunion, or you're consi- you're on the fence about going to it? You should go because more women attend this, and more single women than attached women. Hmm. And they're all drunk. 
Yeah. So it's like it's drunk. like a, it's a good night to reconnect with with those ladies that you could have or, really or like vindictive, angry sex with the girls who who uh, who wouldn't have anything to do with you in high school. Sure. Although um, I did gather from um, a lot of the people because I actually know a lot of the people that Corinne went to high school with. And there's this one super hot girl that they all liked. And she spent a lot of the evening letting them all know how how and when she had crushes on them throughout their lives. There's a special room in hell for girls like that. I think she went home with one of them. Oh, well, that's I, good. Yeah, she was... She should have gone home with Newly unattached. No, wait, that's... She should have had multiple copies of herself and gone home with sure. each yeah, of them. Yeah. That's different well, than going home with know, all of them. you know, multiple universes, she did. Sure, okay. Uh, do you think that there's any way that those guys could petition the school to have multiple 10-year uh, reunions? I think they did. It happened. Okay. She fucked them all. Nice. That's nice. that's the So this story does have a happy story. ending after yeah. all. I bet she's all... I mean, she's probably had a couple kids. She's all train wrecked downstairs. I don't know. And I so don't they're think all like, so. Why did I want this so bad? And then um, they're like, oh yeah, she was like 17. <laughs> that's why. And she was a good looking lady. And and this is... You know, um, Roy, there's nothing more... And, and our listeners, I don't know if you know this, but there is nothing, there is nothing less appealing than a used up like 27 year old woman. <laughs> yeah. It's just, Ugh, it's all over gross. at that point. Yeah, boy. Uh, you know, I will say, I'm being sarcastic, unless she is a stewardess. 27-year-old stewardess, I don't know if it's all the extra radiation they get or whatever. 27-year-old stewardess looks 54. Really? Being a stewardess doubles your age. I don't think so. I It's I'm, it's just the data. It's science, right? Uh-huh. I, I don't believe in you your can't science. Argue, you can't argue with math. Ah, <laughs> uh, boy. Roy, we have... This is great, because a couple weeks ago, we were we were fraught with despair because of the dearth of questions, because of the, the bleak outlook that... that yeah, it was that very sad. Was it was a dark us. time in my life. Now, It was now, like when I was 25. There is a bounty. There is a bounty of questions. There is a mm. list of people. A horn. There is a list of people's names and a list of the things that those people have said to us because they need our help. And help is what we should give them, Roy. But before we help these people, let's have a cocktail. Drink. So I was inspired to uh, make this week's cocktail uh, when uh, we went to DragonCon a few weeks ago, like we told our listeners about. And I met uh, I met one of my idols, a video games industry pioneer and legend, Richard Garriott, uh, who drank uh, Cosmopolitans all night. And we thought it was funny because he was a cosmonaut drinking Cosmopolitans, and that's probably why he did it. Okay. I bet he would think that was funny. Anyway, Cosmopolitan. Yeah, it's Um, pretty good. There were a lot of different recipes. this one is. There were a lot of different recipes for these, uh, and I picked the one, uh, like I usually do, that was the simplest. Uh, I like to pick, I like to make recipes where the proportions of the ingredients are multiples of each other so that I don't have to actually measure anything. I don't like a cocktail recipe that's like an ounce and a half of vodka two tablespoons of sugar, one gram of mint leaves, finely mm. crushed, whatever. Because I don't know what any of those words mean. What you like is exponential recipes where it's an ounce of cranberry juice, two ounces of lime juice, four ounces. Yeah, four ounces of vodka, eight ounces. Yeah. yeah. And then mm-hmm. rapidly, I have to make this cocktail in the swimming For pool. the world. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this is two parts uh, vodka, which uh, a lot of recipes call for uh, citrus vodka, which I happen to have some laying around, so I used citrus vodka. Okay. Uh, one part triple sec, mm-hmm. one part lime juice, which a lot of recipes call for uh, Rose's sweetened lime juice, but I just used fresh squoze lime juice, mm-hmm. and one part cranberry juice, um, which I also feel like I used regular-ish cranberry juice, 
And uh, the combination of that and the limes has made this an extremely sour it is. cosmopolitan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know that I've ever actually had a cosmopolitan before, but I think of them as being really sweet. And I I've know the ladies like them. And Vodka cranberries. And Lord British. Mm-hmm. Um, vodka cranberries. Those are usually sweeter than this, too. Sure. I feel. I mean, that's almost the same thing, isn't it? The tart- it's missing the other ingredient. Tart is good to... It's missing triple sack and, and lime juice. Yeah. Tart is good for covering up vodka. I remember the first thing that I... The first alcoholic beverage I ever enjoyed was a uh, vodka and grapefruit juice out of a mm. plastic squeeze sports bottle. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it uh, room temperature? No, it was cold. It was cold. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was cold. We was it behind the mall? And it was nice. It was. It was behind the mall. Mm-hmm. Uh, we climbed up in the cliffs behind the mall and found a little perch where we could look at the loading dock of Sears. Yeah. And we uh, we finished off this thing, and then we mm-hmm. went to Denny's. Check that backside out. Yeah. That's what I did it's the first big. time I ever got drunk. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember running up to the pickup truck and saying, the pickup truck, the semi truck that was mm-hmm. parked out there, and I said, Chris, Chris, wouldn't it be funny if I pretended that I had never seen a truck this large before? And what was his re- response to that? No, no. Uh, because I think it just happened and it wasn't funny. Uh huh. That's what happened there. It's funny now. Yeah, well, I, I think that's pretty funny. I don't know about that. No, what if you did pretend that you'd never seen a truck that big? It would blow your mind. I was trying you to would descri- flip your shit. <laughs> describe the uh, the sensation of being drunk, <clears throat> and I said, "My brain feels like the cockpit of a B wing fighter." Uh, because because it stays the same yeah um, when i when i when i turn my head i feel like mm-hmm. it takes a little while for my brain to get pointed in the same direction that my head is pointed right that it's was, like the matthew mcconaughey of how uh, star warships huh how so because its wings turn turn around all the time and it stays the same place oh okay so Gotcha. Matthew McConaughey's character in Dazed and Confused. Yeah. That's what you're referencing. Mm-hmm. I don't think I ever would have gotten that in a million years. Really? I remember yesterday or, or last week when you asked me how I felt about the idea of Bosk Pog. Yeah. But that isn't what I asked you. I asked you how you felt about the about Bosk Hog. Okay. Which was Although different. now I do want to make a Pog which has Bosk Hog on it. Boss Hog Pog. I, uh, I, I told you, uh, I think, that I felt like it was too many layers. Yeah. That, uh, like, if you just made a Pog with Bosk on it, I don't think that anyone would ever make the Boss Hog connection. Sure. Um, but they would, is, they thought, would get the Bosk Pog part, right? I, well, I, yeah, but I don't think it would mean it. I think they would think that is a Bosk Pog, but they wouldn't think, oh, I get it. Bosk Pog. No, I... I, I... I'm I'm with you. Mm-hmm. I I would either make a Bosk hog uh, image or a Bosk on a pog. Right. Call that the Bosk pog. See, I would get a, a Dengar slammer. That's a, that's a good cocktail name. <laughs> hey, good. let's have a Dengar slammer. It's mm-hmm. uh, what do you do? You you pour. Uh, it's like one part vodka, one part blood, and then you just throw some used band aids into it. <laughs> What uh, what happened with you? Uh, cut your finger. <laughs> yeah. What what happened to Dengar? I don't know what happens to him. Why did he look like that? I kind of seems know. like he was just a guy. Yeah. But it was like a guy who'd been beaten up real recently. <laughs> yeah, he's not a good bounty hunter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I bet an IG eighty eight shot would be pretty good. Yeah. Or maybe it wouldn't be. It, it, I'm sure it has motor oil. Yeah, machine it. oil and yeah. uh, also blood. <laughs> it's weird. These bounty hunters, man. <laughs> They'll have blood in them. Yeah. The uh, boba feta, mm-hmm. uh, it's feta cheese and blood. <laughs> it's not even, there's not even any alcohol in it. 
Uh, that keeps you young. Uh, four, four li- a four lime. Mm-hmm. A four lime, four lime. That's just uh, four limes with blood <laughs> injected into them. What would a Zuka's twister be? Uh, it's like a like a Texas titty twister. Um, it's Texas toast soaked in blood. There you go. Yeah, uh, yeah. I forget. Was Zuckus the robot and for, no Forlum? I guess Forlum is more a robot name. No, Zuckus was the was like one bug. that had like a bug face, but then he had the C three PO body. Oh, did he? Yeah, I think that was a. I think that was a nod to the action figure manufacturing process yeah. more yeah. than anything else. Uh, no, but that's what he looks like in the in the movie. Mm-hmm. And then Forlum also had a bug like f- head, but then you know, like a, a regular coat. guy you didn't body. Really know. So maybe maybe they were they had just swapped heads. Zuckus yeah. and Forlum had they were they were a C three PO and a bug man, swappers. and they just traded heads. Right. As kids, uh, when we had these action figures, because we we uh, we all like the bounty hunter uh, figures a lot. We used to say that Forlam and Zuckus were cousins. Oh, okay. That makes I don't sense. know where I got that from. I mean, they were buddies. They were definitely a unit somehow. You know, I, I think even on one of the robot chicken specials, they also had that premise that they were cousins. Mm-hmm. So it must be maybe in some kind of star Wars canon. Yeah. I don't know. I never, I never, or read. maybe all kids think this. Did you think that they were cousins? No, they I look don't like actually, they're identical I don't think cousins. I was aware of the existence of Forlom until I was an adult. Oh, okay. I don't know why, but I like, I just didn't, I knew about Zuckus mm-hmm. uh, because I remember observing as a kid how uh, close his name was to mine. Ah, okay. I think that's when I decided that I wanted to change my name to Zuck. Mm hmm. Um, Zuck S. Johnson. Z- Zuck Johnson. Yeah. yeah. Zuck Johnson. I think that'd be pretty good. I think I think I would have been uh, voted most likely to succeed with a uh-huh. name like that. Uh-huh. Hey, Roy, I understand you saw a movie. I did. I just came from uh, In Time. Which How is, was that? It was pretty good. Um, the premise is very strange. I, it, you know, it's, it's kind of a neat idea where in a world... In a world. In the future... Where and you don't know when, what future, so it's very uh, Gattaca in that way. It doesn't tell you in the year, blah blah blah. It doesn't have any exposition like that. But uh, people at the age of twenty-five get one year of life left, and then basically uh, what you do is you work for more time so that you don't die. Right. But then there are different time zones because they've like solved death, basically, right? Like sort of, yeah. Everyone's genetically engineered. So until you die, you look like you're 25, which makes it kind of creepy that your mother looks as old as you Mm -hmm. are. Um, So you know there are children, but then there isn't anyone who looks any older. So does Justin Timberlake fulfill his destiny to become a mother lover in every? Yeah, he brings sexy back. so it kind of reminded me of Gattaca, and then it definitely had some Blade Runner elements to it, and then a lot of Robin Hood and Bonnie and Clyde. Oh, okay. It was cool. It was really fun. It it looked really neat. Like, all the cops drove these, um, like, flat, um, matte black uh, Mustangs that were futuristic Mustangs. Okay. That was cool. Like a robot horse? Sort of. Um, yeah. None of the cars had uh, handles on them. Or the doors, they didn't have handles. Okay. Like everything just opened up with like steam power or something. I don't know. Hmm. 
It's, it uh, made a little steam it's sound. It's getting weird. Every time I take my car in for service and I get one of their loaner vehicles, they mm-hmm. always have the weird like proximity things where you walk up to it and the fob in your pocket makes the doors unlock. Yeah, I think that's creepy. And what you do you think about that? to start the car. It's disconcerting to me because yeah. I've spent so long doing things in a particular way. It right. was weird to me to get used to the fob where you push the button to unlock the doors, but now right. that I've gotten used to it, I just do. I just mm-hmm. deal with it. But what if someone was robbing you right at the moment that you walk up to your car? Ah, oh, that would suck. They can just get into your car. They could. Take what your you car. do, what you do is you get one of those. Uh, I, I forget. I think this was like in South Africa. I remember seeing this news story about uh, this company that was retrofitting cars with like door-mounted flamethrowers uh, to to incinerate carjackers. What? Yeah, it's pretty wow. cool. That's a real thing. It was. We saw a movie about that. Yeah, uh, Bell Bellflower Flower Bellweather movie. Uh, so I, I'd recommend people go see in time, but you know it's it's a silly movie. It's cool, I I I liked it. And thanks, Eric. Yeah, I ran into Eric uh, at the uh, Oktoberfest. He came and said hi, yeah. and he thought yeah. that I wouldn't uh, remember who he was, or that maybe that we had never met before. But I totally did. Yeah, I did not, however, remember his name, and I felt like kind of an asshole. But then mm-hmm. when he said, "I I don't know if we've met," I was like, "Hey, I feel like less of an asshole now." Oh, okay. It's like I'm buddies with Roy. Well, you did. Um, I mean, you did meet at Comic Con, yeah. but very briefly. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Thanks. I uh, I reserve my seats to see uh, an early presentation of a very Harold and Kumar 3D Christmas. Yeah, I just found out that Corinne can't go to that, oh, but that I think I may still. All right. Go. All right. We'll be the Three Musketeers. You know, I've never seen a, a Harold and Kumar movie. Really? Yeah. They're pretty good. They're they're dude where's my car-ish. Okay. Do I have to see the previous ones to know what's going on? I don't think so. They're I well, think they like weed. Undoubtedly right? be jokes that okay. reference things that happen in mm-hmm. earlier uh installments. And Neil Patrick Harris is in every one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And his character loves uh pussy and gambling or something. I think so. Right? Yeah, I think he's a big fan of pussy and gambling. Okay. And maybe and weed for pussy. Right. Like he goes in and he's like, I want four pussies on black. Right. That's what he says. Uh-huh. Uh, I understand that you also had some serious business to tackle. I do. Um, I, I realize I don't normally talk about serious things on, on the show, but I, I heard something on the radio this morning that really, I had to pause and uh, sort of compose myself and I did a little research and I'm here to present this because, um, you know, the drug trade in Mexico is a big deal, right? After about five years, there's been 40,000 dead and, you know, there's trafficking of contrabands going north and south. And I think today what happened in Albuquerque, New Mexico is kind of like the last straw. Uh, there was a man who was caught at the border and... Um, they found that he had in his spare tire of his um, F-150, he had 76 pounds of pure, unfiltered, undiluted Mexican bologna. And I, I think that um, this nation needs to wake up. It was past its expiration day, too, as I understand it. Really? Yeah. Oh. Threat to That's even worse. The... <laughs> I, I I thought you were actually going to say something serious, right? This oh. you, you took me you took me by surprise here. No, I am. <laughs> <clears throat> the figures I gave are real. Uh, Forty thousand people have died. Oh, well, in the last five years. Cool. It, uh, it is kind of anarchy, and I support um, 
American drugs for Americans. Yeah, buy buy locally grown weed. Yeah, uh, get a get your get your card and go down to a dispensary. Give those people your money. That's the way to jumpstart mm-hmm. this economy. Mm-hmm. Buy some candy bars soaked in weed. That you know don't that do really anything. would jumpstart this economy if weed were suddenly legal and it was being grown here and taxed. I don't know that it would really jumpstart the economy. Well, it would make people feel better. Yeah, it would certainly get people high. That's uh-huh. And that's, you know, at the end of the day, that's the important sure. thing. Sure. If Steve Jobs taught us anything, mm-hmm. it's that getting high is the only thing that really matters. Did he get high? He probably did. I think he got right? high a lot, yeah. Yeah, he probably um, had to. He talked about doing acid as one of the most important things that he ever did in his life. Hmm. I think that guy yeah. was fucking crazy. I thought of some cool things on acid. Yeah. I, I also he... did not do acid. Oh, right, ever. Uh, I remember you describing the creepy shit that you said that you could see when you closed your eyes and Mm -hmm. that making me think that I never, ever wanted to do acid. Sure. That's probably, probably okay. Although the last time that I did acid, I realized that I was, um, I was too old for it at some point or I decided, um, and I was really happy the next day. It felt like I was being let out of a cage that I had put myself in the night before. Oh, cool. Cool. Mm-hmm. And it didn't give you the you, ow my butt punishment no, that no, you're that from the beer. I no. mean, that is one advantage of LSD is that it, you don't have a hangover. Yeah. <laughs> Except no. for the uh, very slight chance of a hangover where you believe you're a glass of orange juice that lasts the rest of your life. Sure. Uh, which, you know, I'd, right. say it's, I'd say it's worth it. Yeah, maybe avoid that one. Hey, uh, let's, uh, let's, let's help some people, Roy. Okay. Uh, Janine says, Dear Advice Hot Dog, I'm getting married next month and will be meeting my new in-laws for the first time in the week of the wedding. Should I attempt to act like a normal person or just be myself and hope they find me amusing and endearing? Also, we can't decide on a beer to serve in addition to the keg of hard cider. I'm leaning towards Blue Moon. Discuss. Boy, what do you think about, as an adult, meeting uh, adults, like older adults, Mm -hmm. for the first time? I've always been a pretty hard line, just be yourself guy, and Mm -hmm. that's why no one likes me. On your wedding day? I think this is a week before. The a week wedding. before? Yeah. Wait, what is the question? I think you get to... I, don't, I didn't even listen to anything you just said. I know. I'm getting that sense, Roy. Uh, this is insulting. Um, I, I think She's that the meeting f- her in-laws for the first time the week before the wedding. Yeah. Okay. Um, a wedding is a stressful time to begin with. And if you don't know these people, I would I would be cautious. I, I would be myself, but I wouldn't be... Well, uh, so it's maybe easy balls for you. to the wall myself. It's easy for you to be yourself because you're a nice guy. So imagine it's me asking this question. Sure, what advice would I am you also give? answering it the same way. What? What? So, well, well, you know, I mean, uh, okay. How would you talk to your parents? How would you talk to my parents? Okay, right? you I, do, I guess you I do, do behave, have a difference. I do and, behave very differently around your parents than around my own parents. Mm-hmm. I guess, and we should explain that my parents are a lot older. They're. Uh, I guess in some ways much more conservative because they're religious or, you know, sure. whatever. And they're not used to, uh, you know, people saying fuck or shit or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or other things. Or fuck shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, you don't swear around them. That's true, I guess. Right? Yeah. You still joke around with them and you still say weird off-the-wall things, but it's all within a certain context. Sure. You're disappointed by this answer. I am. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I wanted a better. I wanted a better answer. You, you know, you gotta. I really hated this idea for a really long time, but you you just sort of have to censor yourself. You know, like you know what 
you know how people are going to react to things, right? And and it's like it's not sure. It's not being disingenuous to turn the volume down a little bit, I guess. You're also getting to know them, right? You don't just walk into a bank and then tell them, you know, some kind of ironic joke that they may take the wrong way. I'm talking about the teller here. Oh, or like the next getting, person in when line. When you're getting to know the teller, you, you don't yeah. you don't start you don't unload your big repertoire of bomb and gun jokes <laughs> sure. to the uh, TSA agent at the airport. Even though, like, that's who I am. I'm the guy right. that tells the bomb and gun jokes. Yeah. That's just my shtick. It's all a matter of context. You have to be in the right place. So you get to know them. Next time you you know you can joke around with them a little bit more and show them, and they'll you know you also have plenty of time. Yeah, you know, to for them to sure. Know I mean, you're going to be married. You're, like. you're yeah. going to be married for the rest of your life, Janine. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is what I'm. This is what I'm telling you. Uh, you don't want to fuck this up. If you make a bad impression, this guy's parents, your the rest of your life is ruined. It's going to uh, be super well, awkward. I mean, every year at Christmas, <laughs> there is something to that, right? You spend a lot of time with your in laws. I mean, if you, especially if you're in the same city, but these are people that are now part of your life. I am guessing that. Her meeting them only a week before the wedding means that, that they're they are traveling somewhere from, else. from somewhere else. Yeah. But I mean, the, it, the point remains, you're going to have to spend every Christmas, you know, maybe they celebrate weird holidays that you don't even know about or respect. Like, so, I mean, it's every like Wittershins Eve is going to be really right. awkward, right? right? You got to do, you got to deal with learning these new traditions exactly in, with these people who already don't like you because and, of an off color joke that you made about Jews <laughs> uh, when you met them the first right. time. That that is a thing because the next time that she sees them will be pro- most likely at their house and she will be staying with them for a few days at least. Yeah, sleeping in the same bed with their son. Mm-hmm. And they're gonna think that's yeah, really they're awkward. Not gonna, they're not gonna like it. Yeah, they're gonna and they are gonna probably hold up a. They're gonna hold up a sign. They wouldn't say it out loud, but they will have a napkin. Mm-hmm. And at one point during dinner. They will pick up a napkin that's on the table, and on the bottom of the napkin, they will have written, no loud fucking, just to (laughs) send you a clear message. I think they would write that on your napkin so that when you open it up to put it on your lap, you you would see that. Okay, see, and so then, then if they catch you fucking loud, they they are doubly upset, because Uh like, A, you're fucking loud in their house, and B, you didn't know enough about etiquette to open up your napkin correctly. Oh, sure. So it's like a test. Or, Or I think they would be upset that you called attention to this message that they they uh, sent you. Sure. Right? Yeah, because they're prim and proper. They wouldn't say something like that. Yeah. They would write it in blood on the bottom of the napkin <laughs> uh-huh. to appease the ghosts. Also, this house is haunted. Uh-huh. And one day, you're going to inherit this haunted house. Mm-hmm. And, and the ghosts will be yeah, upset with yeah, you. You don't want it to be extra haunted because right. your in-laws are also oh, we'll pissed also about all there. the loud fucking. Yeah. 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 This is going to be a really... This is rough. Uh, I, You know what? I, if I were you, I'd be getting cold feet right now, Janine. Mm-hmm. This is getting rough. Uh, you're going to need a lot of booze, the wedding. You asked us about that, too. Uh, in addition to the keg of hard cider, oh, right. uh, also um, getting a keg of beer. So I I have been in the position uh, the, the past several years of having to buy kegs of beer for uh, a, a large group of people. Mm-hmm. And uh, So what, Bud Light? This is what I... Yeah, Bud Light. All the way, Bud Light. If you want to go for for maximum crowd appeal, it is all mm-hmm. all Bud Light all the time. Um, Not naturalized. So what I've ended up doing always, and this is for a group of maybe two hundred people, <clears throat> is getting one keg of cider and then two kegs of beer, so that there is a variety of beer for the beer drinkers. And one mm-hmm. of them, I just get a beer that I like because I'm paying for all this beer, and fuck you if you don't like the beer that I like. Right. Um, which that keg usually does not get 
does not get emptied. Um, but you know, but it's fine. Cause I get to drink the beer that I like and, and you know, sure. enough other people like it that it's worth buying. Mm-hmm. Um, blue moon is a, is a reasonable choice. Like that's a, it's like a middle of the road thing because people who are beer assholes will drink a blue moon yeah. if they have to, it's they like, will. you know, they'll drink a shock top. They'll drink a, an Amber mm-hmm. you know, one of those like, if it is a beer it that actually fulfills a lot of is a style of beer. Like mm-hmm. it's not just like American rice Pilsner, right? You know, it's, it's, but if, you know, depending on what um, your husband's family is, is like, or maybe your own family, you may also want a very simple lager. If you're going to do that, at least get like Stella, right? Mm-hmm. Because that tastes like Budweiser, but it seems fancy and people like it as though it's fancy. I hate sure. to encourage anyone to pay for that. It, but, doesn't uh, that company now own Budweiser? I don't know. Do they? Yeah, I think I know so. a Belgian company owns Budweiser. I don't yeah. know if it's the. I don't know if yeah, it's, it's the company that owns Stella. Um, there is uh, what else? You could get like PBR. Sure. I don't know if that comes in kegs. Actually, I I think it does. It's always a shame to me that you can't get Mexican beer in kegs in general. Really? Um, yeah, I don't think you can. I guess you can get Dos Equis, but I don't think they. I don't think you I've can seen get Dos like, a keg of Corona. Huh? Yeah, you can get Dos Equis. Then you gotta have limes. Gotta right. have limes if you're gonna do that. That's true. Yeah. Although people like oranges with with uh, uh, blue moon. With blue moon. Yeah, mm-hmm. they do. And they do. Uh, I like an orange. I like an orange yeah, with a blue moon like or with it. a shock top. Mm-hmm. I uh, I'm realizing as I think about these things, I have a, a very regimented eating schedule these days. Because the there's one night a week I always go to the Outback Steakhouse and eat dinner, and I always get a big shock top with a slice of orange in it. It's pretty huh. good. I see. And it's weird that there are just these things that is what I always you know, do for dinner on a given night of the week. I've always wondered about my life, like when would I start doing that? And I I don't. I don't have a schedule yet. Yeah, it's rough. I mean, part of it is that you don't record six hours of podcasts a week. Sure. Uh, so there's a lot less sort of timed, regimented stuff that, right. that you have to do. Um, I also cook at home a lot. So then we don't always have the same ingredients. Sure. So then I can't prepare the same thing again, unless that's case of Like sometimes there's a really good deal on butter. And so you have to just mm-hmm. do what you can with butter 40 flambe. pounds of butter. Right. Effort, mm-hmm. You know. So melted butter uh, with butter butter reduction. soup with <laughs> butter reduction, uh, butter fritters and butter sauce. <laughs> butter fritters. It, are funny it's like fries. when you fry ice cream, you you fry butter and butter. Yeah, you make a butter patty, um, and then have some. It's butter, all natural. Have some butter beer. Yeah, you know. Although that's not supposed to be alcoholic, huh? No, it is. Oh. Yeah. In the books, it's totally alcoholic. Not very much. It's more like a wine cooler. Okay. But in real life, like the crappy thing that Coca-Cola made is not alcoholic. Butter cooler. It was pretty tasty, though. Sure. But butter beer was pretty tasty. But it's supposed to be alcoholic. It was tastier than the pumpkin juice. I mean, we snuck, we smuggled some vodka in, mm-hmm. so we could have spiked our butter beer. Oh, you should have. Spiked it with regular beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alfredo Boyardee writes, Dear Roy and Zach, I recently discovered an amazing roast beef sandwich shop in my hood, and they have a thermonuclear challenge in which you must eat a roast beef sandwich in under five minutes. The catch is that the sandwich contains their thermonuclear sauce, which incorporates the ghost chili, the hottest pepper in the world. I'd like to attempt this challenge. I'm wondering if you have any advice on how I should prepare uh, for or tackle it. 
I figure Roy would know a lot about spicy food since he is an artist. I should also tell you that when I was last in there, they let me sample the sauce by dipping the end of a toothpick in it and tasting it. It was super hot and intense, but delicious. I like heat, but I'm a little bit intimidated by what this sandwich will do to me. Don't worry. I'm very familiar with your advice on the Screaming Eagle, so I at least have that base covered. Good. I watched a video of a guy eating a ghost chili. Oh, I thought you were about to say having a Screaming <laughs> yeah, Eagle. No, I did. I think he might have uh, off camera. It was this... He just looked like some... maybe 50 year old like surfer guy Mm -hmm. Uh, and he ate this ghost chili and then the rest of the video was just 10 minutes of him just sort of writhing in agony and debating whether or not he should go to the hospital yeah you know I I looked up that article that he links to on Wikipedia of the ghost chili it's over a million Scovilles of hotness I don't believe that means anything oh okay Well, it's a lot of those How things it, that don't mean Where anything. is it on the Schmidt Sting Pain Index? It's pretty high. You should read some excerpts from the Schmidt Sting Pain Index. That is a, uh, that is a pretty funny... That's a real uh, thing? Yeah, pretty funny oh, okay. list of things. It's, uh, it, it's these very comical descriptions of the intensity of the pain of various Oh, wait, is this where, where it shows you the smiley faces and you point at the one that you're having? Yes, yeah. There's one, uh, the sting of this particular uh, insect is described as... Uh, a a playful sort of pain like wc fields putting a cigar out on your tongue huh. that's that's the actual designation on this thing this this guy wow. must have had a sense of humor okay. uh, i also i read a thing on uh on the front page of reddit the other day where this guy was asking for advice because he had lost a bet and the conditions of him losing the bet was that he had to uh dip a q-tip in a ghost chili and stick it up his ass oh yeah I and bet they that's talked rough. To, they talked him out of it so we don't know how that went. Uh, when we were kids, we had these chilies growing up uh, or growing in our garden that were called uh, chilies of the mountain. And they're really, really tiny and super, super hot. Um, I don't know how they compare to the ghost chili. But um, if you touch them and touched your lips, your lips immediately would start burning. And it was like a big dare as kids, you know, to get someone to to do this. Right. And a way that you um, get rid of that is you rub um, like a banana peel on your lips or eat a banana. So I would suggest that you get the sandwich, but you ask them to make it with um two whole bananas in the sandwich instead instead of bread <laughs> just put this between a bunch of bananas please or yeah, banana peel double split just down eat it. <laughs> a thermonuclear split um bananas i, I really don't know are. how you would prepare for this the the problem with really hot chilies even though they taste good eventually um if you get addicted to the hotness like that's all you're going to taste you're going to kill your taste buds so that they can only recognize Is that hotness. true? I, thought that I, th- that I think a, it is. I thought that was a myth. Oh, it's probably a true I thought, myth. I thought Julia Childs debunked that. I don't know. With her secret spy knowledge. <laughs> was she a spy? In the same I, way that she, the guy who made the dating game was? She worked for a British intelligence service in some capacity. I don't, I don't really? actually know. Yeah. Make, making them dinner. Yeah. Yeah, she was a chef. Um no, she didn't start the cooking stuff until... Have you not seen Julie and Julia? No, I haven't. I'm you really should, sorry. and you should skip the bullshit Amy Adams parts. Oh, but Amy <laughs> Adams is so cute. Oh, sure. I, that's great. Why don't we play the character of this obnoxious, whiny bitch that's... But she got the whole thing started. That's right? great. That's great. That's why that movie was made, because of Amy Adams. Okay. That's fantastic. You know, she's in the next Superman movie, which is a new reset of the Superman movie franchise. No, I'm not. I mean, they're already already rebooting Spider-Man. Yeah, I'm so sick of that shit. No, are you? 
I am. I am because uh, Superman Returns was really great. Like a great idea that he comes back. Why not pick it up where that left off? Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with telling the same stories over and over again. Really? Even within 10 years? I mean, years? what if there was a new Hamlet movie? You wouldn't care about that. Like, what's what's so wrong with I suppose. N- new stories sure. from, from, you know, our childhood? Like, I would love for them to remake The Goonies, and it would probably be really stupid, but then yeah. maybe 10 years later they would remake it again and it would be really awesome. Huh. You know? I mean, it's it, they're not hurting anything. It's not like it's not like these are being made instead of these amazing movies that would be made if only the studios would stop focusing on shit that made money. Because I don't think that they would. I think those movies are going to get made by really? outsiders. You know. Mm. Well, I mean, the comic book genre has so much that I, you know, it seems like you could continue making comic book movies they're because there are so the, many other scraping the bottom of the barrel. Thor was retarded. <laughs> But that's part of the thing. Oh, yeah, that was weird. At the end of In Time, Samuel L. Jackson asks Justin Timberlake to join the Avengers. That made no sense at all. Yeah, because the Avengers are like hundreds of years old. I am sick of him showing up in every movie and doing this. And what's he going to do if he he gets back there, he goes back in time to fight with the Avengers, and then after 30 years, he's like, oh, fuck. I should have stocked up more time. Yeah, and he doesn't, and then he dies. Time hole. Yeah, can can you send me back? And they're like, no, this time hole only goes backwards. And he's like, well, how the fuck did you get to the future, Samuel L. Jackson? And Samuel L. Jackson's like, oh, I just lived that long. In fact, I I need to write a note to myself to go get you in hundreds of years. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Justin, you're fucked. Yeah, this is yeah. That does suck. Uh, Confused in California, writes. While nothing noteworthy occurred during my last trip to Walmart, granted I was not inside for a full half hour, I was reminded of an event from my past. Back when I was in college, I was in a Walmart and chanced across a remote-controlled microwave. My reaction at the time involved shouting a lot and refusing to set foot in a Walmart for 12 years. Wait, a remote-controlled microwave? Like it... It zoomed around on the yeah, ground. Run around. Uh, the older I get, the more I tend toward amusement rather than anger when I see that sort of thing. But come on, a remote for a microwave? What do you feel is the appropriate response when confronted with the absurd? Well, that's a different question than what do you do about this remote control microwave? Because buy it. Is yeah, the that answer. sounds awesome. Yeah, they're gonna stop making that in a hurry. That shit mm. is totally impractical. Yeah, you take that wherever you want to go. Yeah. So like you, you, what you do is you, you are like, well, I really want this burrito, but this commercial in the, you know, in in American Idol is only going to last so long, right? So you put the burrito in the microwave during the commercial break. Yes. And then you bring the microwave back to you with the remote uh-huh. control so you don't yeah. have to get up. Right. What sucks is that you have to have it on a really long extension cord. Uh, oh, right. Because it still plugs into the wall. I had this remote control tank when I was a kid. And uh, whenever my mom would run the microwave, the tank would start <laughs> rolling around in circles if it was near it. Because uh, really? that microwave was kind of leaky. <laughs> Oh, wow. Apparently. Yeah. Okay. That was a little scary to think about. And w- would you sit in front of the microwave looking yeah, at the thing? I mean, I don't think... Uh, like, a microwave doesn't do anything except heat things up. Like, a microwave is not going to give you cancer. It might burn you to death if it's malfunctioning and you just stand in the middle of it. But it's not, it's not like radiation in a meaningful sense that you should be afraid of, mm-hmm. right? So It's, it's electric just, radiation. Yeah. It's not good for... Well, I mean, it's all like electromagnetic uh, radiation, right? But it's just, radiation. It's just going to heat things up. It's going to mm-hmm. heat water up, specifically. Mm-hmm. If, if, if you are in front of a microwave and you're not feeling uncomfortably hot, the microwave probably isn't hurting you, is but my understanding. What about those reports that they say if you talk on a microwave all the time that it's going to give you brain cancer? Yeah. Well... I mean, you have to put your head inside it while it's running to talk in it, right? Uh-huh. So that's you get brain cancer because 
cooked meat is more prone to cancer than raw meat. I see. Now, um, when you were a kid, did you hear the uh, microwave horror stories of, you know, like a lady that washes her dog and then to dry it, she puts it in the microwave and the yes. dog explodes? Yes. Do, do you think that ever actually happened? Yeah. And also the girl, like those who, early transporter the girl who accidents? microwaved a hot dog and was using it to masturbate <laughs> and it broke off inside her and she had to go to the hospital to get it removed. Right. And it was burning. Yeah. It was like, why? why did I leave the microwave on so long? That didn't even feel good to begin with. This is awful. She should have gotten some Mexican bologna. <laughs> yeah, it's bigger. My, it my bigger. Mexican bologna has greater girth. Bigger than the white man's bologna. And it's a spicier at the end. That's um, how you prepare. That was just kind of an Italian accent that I was yeah, into that's, in, my, that's good. in my giggle fit, I guess. Uh, Mike says, hey guys, as the guy who asked the original question on geocaching, it was neat hearing Roy talk about his acorn box. Mm-hmm. Um, my nut so box did your, did your wife bring an acorn box to the equation when you showed up with your Mexican bologna uh, any chance I could see a picture of it uh, as for a question I know you guys like to answer where to buy questions so where can I buy a sense of self-confidence and self-worth following a too long job search I saw a, uh, I saw you should a, get into geocaching yeah you should become a professional <laughs> geocacher uh, but you know I watched a bunch of professional StarCraft being played this past weekend. You could That's get into something you, you could, could get into professional StarCraft. I'm sure. pretty sure that you have to be 20 and Korean. Uh, so this guy's name is Mike. Could be could be Korean. Could be Korean. Uh-huh. Could be 20. It'd be weird for him to have kids that are as old as the kids he was describing mm-hmm. if he's 20 and also Korean. I don't know. I thought the the daughter was little. I've heard that Korean bologna is uh petite but uh, uh-huh. packs a packs a real wallop. Mm-hmm. In a small amount of space. Um, I don't have um, the acorn to a spot where I can really take a meaningful picture of it. But as soon as I have one, I'll, I'll post it on the Facebook. Um, so there's a question here that's kind of racist that I'm not sure. I think it oh, might okay. be kind of racist. I don't know whether that, that's not. where we're going to leave it. No. You know, you've been out of work for a long time. Oh, right. I forgot we yeah. were helping that guy. Yeah. I was just making jokes about StarCraft. Oh, okay. I forgot what podcast this was. Fuck. Right. Um, I don't know. I mean, there are plenty of uh, things online that are, you know, you can kind of get into. Professional geocaching. You could a medical is, transcriptionist. <laughs> a TV VCR repair. Exactly. They still have those. Yeah. You have to uh, move to another country to repair VCRs. Though. Yeah, yeah, because they're not like you go to like Germany where they bought one VCR and plan on having it last their entire lifetime, mm-hmm. uh, getting it repaired. Yeah, they don't need to be repaired. Yeah, yeah. Um, Good German technology. Uh-huh. Um, there are things you know. Like, say what you will about Hitler, but at least the VCRs were well made. <laughs> um. You know, if you're a designer, you could design funny T-shirts and then, um, you know, submit them to uh, sites such as Threadless and win, win lots of money. Uh-huh. Like $100 at a time, right? Or no, it's t- it's $2,500 per design. Whoa. If, you actually, if they take one. Uh, you could write haikus, compile them into a book, and sell the book of haikus as a Kindle ebook. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, everybody's out of work, right? Like, there's skyrocketing unemployment rates, and you shouldn't mm-hmm. feel uh, you shouldn't feel a lack of self worth about that, right? No, I mean, I I think there are things that one you know you can always work on something, and then uh, eventually, perhaps that thing will will turn into something. Sure, that, start yeah, a podcast, make a thing, make a podcast, yeah, mm-hmm. make a podcast where you read racist questions <laughs> like this one from Debuffed in Dublin. 
So a few days ago, I was in a supermarket at the deli counter. While waiting in line, two travelers walked up and skipped everyone. Travelers are a bit like a more incestuous mix of gypsies and white trash. That's anyway. The, that's the racist part. Yeah. <laughs> Them being dangerous folk, nobody said anything. While the tall traveler started ordering food, his short companion turned to me and asked me where he should go to collect scratch card winnings. He then asked me to read the back of the scratch card for him. While I did this, his tall friend started arguing with the guy at the deli, and the conversation became quite heated. The pair then left the queue foodless and literally swore a traveler's curse on everyone around. This seriously <laughs> happened. Uh, so what do I do? How do I get rid of this curse? Also, where do you collect scratch card winnings? Well, I would say to get rid of the curse, you should return that scratch card yeah, to the guy to, because he probably ran off in a huff. Yeah, right? I mean, I read about this in that documentary, Thinner. I read, I read about it. Uh, what do you call it? Like a book documentary? <laughs> I think that's just a document, right? I think it's just a book. Oh, okay. Okay, sure. Um, a ha- book documentary? Th- there, should be like a, there should be a way of differentiating... You know, up, between fiction and non-fiction. And, yeah, not made-up books. I, yeah, we should coin I think word. they call it non-made-up. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, True books. <laughs> I don't know if this is a real thing or not. You mean travelers? <laughs> yeah. Well, travelers are a real thing. They are. Oh, I guess yeah. there was a Wikipedia link. Yeah, I didn't read. What, you you never watched uh, Snatch? No. Were they oh. the people who wanted a uh, caravan? Yeah, the I, that was a representation of travelers. It was... Uh, who's the guy in that? Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. The, they're, and they're tall the guy and, with the dags. They're tall and dangerous. Sure. Yeah. Um, I was once in um, Dublin, I think they call it. <laughs> and um, I met some traveler kids in the, you know, on the street while I was smoking and they wanted some cigarettes. And this 12-year-old kid uh, asked me if I, I would give him a cigarette. And I didn't feel okay about it, but I had the pack in my hand and he just grabbed it out of my hand. And so did the other kids. <laughs> Hmm. They're mean. <laughs> well, and so, then he asked me where 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 he should uh, get scratch card winnings. I, you didn't, I you think, didn't know what to tell him. You, you go to the the, the chemist, uh huh. Right, that's what you yeah, say. Go to the lavatory. Um, I think it says on the back of the scratch card thing. Don't you just turn those in? Well, he was at, asking at any, this guy. Uh, he was asking this listener to read it to him. Maybe he couldn't read. Uh, so is it no, okay I to don't be racist think he'd, against? He'd taken time to to read it. So let's well. say that there was a race of people who were all from assholevania and they were called the assholes and they were all assholes is it okay to be racist against people who are all literally all assholes because kind of all you're really coming down on is the side of not liking assholes and nobody likes assholes sure but you can't poop without them um travelers is actually the nice uh word that is used i believe okay is I, think, there... I think pikey is is uh m- m- the greater slur because they all have pika they're, so they're always like eating detergent. <laughs> eating, yeah, eating eating dirt and chalk. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, there are communities of people that, you know, live in like suburbs and stuff. I don't know. Oh, I don't know how you get rid of the curse. Yeah, I don't know if it's okay to be racist against people who are literally assholes all the time. But if I mean, an that, that's just assholes. a representation that, that there are assholes. I mean, that guy was asking you, you for said help. that they were assholes. This guy says that they were assholes. No, I, I this meant... This guy says they're dangerous assholes. You said these kids were assholes who just stole cigarettes No, from I you. said they were mean. You were afraid that they were going to beat you up. And if you I was not afraid the that they were going to beat me up. I do have a funny story where um, while I was there, uh, we hung out with this priest and uh, his best friend. And the priest was telling us this uh, funny story because his community were all uh, was like a traveling community. 
and uh, all the kids in the neighborhood know him and uh, would come up to his house like after school and stuff. And he said one time he was at home and he heard this loud banging on the door with the words, open the fucking door, open the fucking door over and over, just immediately frantic until he could open up the door. And he opened up the door and it was a little girl from the neighborhood who asked him if he had any biscuits. <laughs> Which uh, are cookies for our American listeners. Sure. And this was a priest telling us this. I thought that was funny. Once uh, once when I was I was uh, doing a, a, an internet service provider setup for a, a British woman uh, in her house. And she, uh, I was, as I was doing something on the computer, I heard her say, would you like a biscuit? And I said, oh, no, thanks. And she said, oh, I was actually talking to the dog. <laughs> <laughs> because she was offering the dog a dog biscuit, and, and I was uh-huh. like, "Hey, I know that that is English for cookie." Uh, I was, uh, uh-huh. and I don't want one. I don't want a cookie right, right now. Right. I'm busy. I'm busy doing my job, and I've already had a lot of cookies today. Anyway, you that was layabout. And you know, I, stuff like that is just really it is it is humiliating to remember at a rate that is really incongruous with its importance right for whatever reason it's like that that i have a few of those that kind of horror that you experience when you think someone is waving at you and you wave back to them and then it turns out they're waving to somebody behind you that is not that big a fucking deal no right it's really easy to understand why that would happen and no one is upset about it but for whatever reason that is just the worst fucking thing that can happen that's why i don't wave at people yeah i just i just sit there responding I, i like i just don't don't respond to anyone. Mm-hmm. So even if somebody's like, "Hey, Zach, Zach Johnson, I re- advice hot dog. Your podcast is great." I'm like, you know, I'm not sure this person is talking to me. <laughs> I'm just gonna sit them. here. I'm gonna sit here like reading reading books on my on my iPhone, uh-huh. and and gruff, gruffly brush off everything they say. I, I once had that one where I, I called for a friend and I got the wrong number and I asked for I don't know Natalie, and the the old woman on the other line said. Uh, you have the wrong number. God damn you! And then hung up the phone, and it made me really sad. It still does. Yeah. And that's happened twice to me. Really? Yeah. Thanks. Within within like two years, I also called someone else by accident, and they were also upset and swore at me. Maybe for, in both cases, you asked for someone with the same name as their dead baby. That that was actually the reason <laughs> the reason that you told me then something oh, yeah. like that. Like maybe their daughter died and had the same name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. Was uh, the person that you were trying to call a ghost? Uh, was no. this like a spooky Halloween phone call that you were trying to make? Yeah. No. I, not, not that I remember, but, you know, all the acid. Roy, our time together is just, is just flying by. I looked down at the, at the recording software and I saw that we're, we're already coming up on what needs to be the end of the show. Yeah. That's such a good time. It just, it flies. Let's, uh, let's, let's get to the stinger, Roy. Mm-hmm. Or wait, do we do the stinger? First, before we tell people how to get a hold of us, I don't remember what we do at this goddamn show. Oh, we actually do tell people yeah. how to get Roy, a hold of us. Roy, if somebody wanted our advice, how would they get it from us? Well, first they can go to our website, advicehotdog.com. Uh, then there, they will see the different links to the different things uh, that we have. One of them is Gmail, advicehotdog at gmail.com. One of them is Twitter, at advicehotdog. One of them is facebook.com slash advicehotdog. One of them is a phone number, which is 716... 7769-218-9225. And also, I finally got the uh, P.O. Box shit straightened out. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'll tell you what happened, Roy. I went down to the post office... 
And I said, hey, uh, I want to, uh, like, we have this P.O. box, and I want to be able to get mail under some other names uh, mm-hmm. so that people can send mail to our radio show thing that we do. I didn't say podcast because everyone at that post office is a fucking idiot. <laughs> and that would have just opened up a can of worms where I had to explain. <laughs> What's a podcast? Yeah, anything. Uh, and so I was like, uh, yeah, well, it's a, he was like, yeah, I, we can put any name you want on it. You just have to have photo ID with that name on it. And I'm like, well, this name is like a fictitious thing. He was like, yeah, I don't think you can do that. And I and I sat there thinking, God damn it. I knew that this is what was going to happen when I tried to do this, which is why I never bothered to come down here and talk sure. to these fucking assholes. Hey, originally I wanted wanted stuff to go to my house. Sure. Uh, and, and so I said, seriously, I, can't, I mean, <clears throat> there is no such thing as picture ID with this name. It's like the name of a show. And this is, people want to send like fan mail to the show. And he goes in the back. And he comes back out and he's like, all right, well, we can put it on there as long as you show me a picture, a piece of picture ID with any name on it. <laughs> like, okay, uh, can I borrow your driver's license for a second? <laughs> so I showed him his own driver's license and wrote he's down like, advice yep, hot dog this and will a work. sheet of paper. <laughs> That's, um, also, uh-huh. it's important to note that uh, advicehotdog.com is a part of the hot dog family of podcasts yes. available online at hot.dotdog.netnetdognet.hotdognet.com. <laughs> Please write that down. Yeah. Um, no, it's called hotdognet.com. No, that the thing I said will actually work though. I, what? Yeah, I had I had Geff set it up so that uh, so that every prefix to hotdognet.com or also hotdognet.net uh, work. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah. Since Wait, did you actually register that other stuff? You did. I only registered hotdognet and hotdognet.com. Y- yeah, no, you don't have to register subdomains. You you oh, okay. can you just serve out you serve out the subdomains. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they, I, they, I don't know how they the all internet work. works. Anything.hotdognet.com takes you to the hotdognet website, which is just three icons that link to the oh, other existing websites. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Cool. Eventually, that I imagine that'll be a, a fuller website yeah, with eventually. bios of us, pictures, you know, our favorite ice creams, that kind of thing. Remember, uh, I remember one of the first things I said when we were becoming friends in high school that you thought was funny, uh, which was the idea of a horse with six assholes that were uh, arrayed like the chambers of a revolver. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I do remember that because I was like, like how well, do now, horses? Now I can make one of those. How do horses poop like that? Because you go and like this horse poop just looks like a bunch of BBs that have been shat out. Yeah, like, this little individual. And so I was like, how do they do that? Mm-hmm. And I, I conceived that they must have like a Gatling asshole, right? Um, yeah, and then I think you drew you drew a horse I, I drew with a six assholes, and that's how we knew we'd be fast friends, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our bonding over the horse with six assholes, mm-hmm. and it's been poop ever since so i was imagining that if we ended up with six podcasts we could arrange them in the shape of a horse asshole oh okay got that's, it that's why i thought sure. of that just sure. now right okay. now they're a triangle mm-hmm. so now it's as though it's as though the predator is about to shoot your screen and with all the his, podcasts his sights are like these weird podcast icons right. instead of red laser dots hey uh so you want to read the a- address yes advice hot dog P.O. Box 41774, Mesa, Arizona, 85274. Remember, folks, we have a standing offer on the table that if you send a postcard, we will make and uh, produce and post to YouTube a video of Roy doing an interpretive dance based on the contents of the postcard. We have actually received two things, but they weren't questions. Uh So they don't apply. Yeah, you got to send questions if you want your your question reinterpreted as interpretive dance. Mm -hmm. It's going to be pretty good. I have I have a feeling that we will actually make a production of these things. Mm-hmm. I think we'll build sets. 
I think oh, we'll, really? have, we'll have special effects. We'll have we'll do some harness work. I still want to make that um, that dick maquette for the Empire Strikes Back uh, space space worm monster. Space dick. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I've drawn out some sketches. Mm-hmm. You know that would be a fucking great Halloween costume: <laughs> an asteroid with a hole in it for your dick, and a tiny Millennium Falcon. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Fleeing the end of your dick. <laughs> Yeah, that is a pretty good costume yeah, that would totally that not get you arrested anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, Roy, I hear you got a stinger. Yes. The stinger this week is uh, by Faust97, digital books or paper books? You know, right before you got here, I finished reading the first uh, digital book, I think, that I've ever read in its entirety. Really? First book. Well, okay, that's not true. I once read uh, Alice in Wonderland. On my phone. You did? Uh, yeah, because I needed to read Alice in Wonderland uh, for some stuff that we were working on for work. Oh, and okay. I didn't have a copy of it. And there wasn't a bookstore nearby. So yeah, I just so it's probably free. Yeah, it was. I mean, it's like you can get anything public domain, mm-hmm. anything that's in Project Gutenberg or whatever you can get on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you can get it on iBooks or Kindle for free, but you can get it in. Uh, probably on Kindle. Kindle has a lot of stuff. Um, I'm reading Treasure Island right now. Yeah, but I bought this book at the, uh, at the ad- advising of one of the video games hot dog listeners. It was this... Uh, collection of diary entries that Jordan Mechner, the guy who made uh, Prince of Persia, mm-hmm. uh, this journal that he kept between like 1985 and 1992. It's really interesting. He's a pretty well-spoken dude. Has he worked on every Prince of Persia? Up to the f- ori- the first remake for modern consoles, up through Sands of Time. I think there there ones really? since then he didn't have anything to do with. Did he work on the movie? He did, actually. He wrote the first drafts of the screenplay for the Jake Gyllenhaal movie. Wow. Okay. I learned a lot about him today, uh, reading about him on Wikipedia after finishing his book. Um, the advantage that paper books have over uh, digital books, in my mind, is that you can burn them uh, afterwards as a, as a political statement. Yeah, sure. burn it. You can burn after reading. Uh, burning your Kindle every time you're done reading a book that offends your it's, sensibilities is hard. Gets expensive, mm-hmm. and it or excites a, your sen- and it releases a lot of carbons into the air, a right. lot of microfibers. Mercury. Yeah, a lot of chassis, a lot of aluminum, leads, a lot of protective case. Does, does a lot of things to the environment. Yeah, and if you put, you know, if you use an asbestos iPad sleeve, yeah, uh, that's going to be really bad for you. Yeah, but you know, those don't really burn. Uh, compressed cannabis. Uh, uh-huh. You'll just end up getting everybody high, and they'll forget what they were they were protesting. Right. Right. Um. um well, you know, paper books, you can have a library of paper books, and you can easily lend them to people. Uh, digital books, you can lend, but it's kind of a hassle because they also have to have the thing that you have for them to read it. You mean like a penis? Yeah. Uh-huh. You can only loan them to people of the same gender. Right. That's in, that's in Amazon's weird. <laughs> Jeff Bezos is getting weird in his old <laughs> yeah. age. Um, I have read and just by looking at the Kindle on my phone here because I, I don't actually read these on an iPad or anything. I just read them on the phone. Yeah, that's the I, only thing I've ever read a book on. I've read um, over 27 books. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just by looking at the archive. Although most of those are porn. Yep. Porn books? Porn books. Like books by Anais Nin. <laughs> yeah. Erotica written for Spaniards. Uh, Kindle actually has like uh, porn photo books. It's like softcore type of stuff. No penetration. Huh. Uh, no, but uh, 27 genuine uh, real word yeah, grown books. Up, grown up books <laughs> yeah. with no pictures in them at all. With no pictures. And they're not like large print. 
No, I read all of the Game of Thrones uh, series on on my huh. phone. Uh, you know, Roger Roger Ebert is uh, he's not he's by no means a technophobe, but you would expect that ebooks would be a thing that he would get cantankerous about because he likes getting cantankerous about things. Yeah, but now he uses technology a lot because he can't talk, right? Well, he does, but I mean, he is also you know he's like was sort of a fairly early internet adopter i feel like oh, i mean i don't okay. think he's afraid of technology or thinks that it is inherently bad but i would have expected him to be anti ebook but he did point out that you can very comfortably read a book on your phone using one hand in bed mm-hmm. which you know you with the porn books i mean this has obvious applications right because you need the other hand but it is it is so much more comfortable if i'm laying in bed to read a book on my phone than it is to have an actual physical book um Sure. I mean, I I can see that uh, because you lay on one side or the other. I do that Mm -hmm. while while I'm reading. I also have, (laughs) this is probably not a good habit, but I will uh, set the screen to black with white font and I will set it as low as possible brightness wise and uh, read it with all the lights off so that I can read the book while Corinne is asleep next to me. So I don't need a light. Or yeah. an itty-bitty book like I don't think that that's actually bad for you. I don't think really? that there's ever been any conclusive evidence that looking at screens, that like sitting too close to the television actually does any harm to anything. No, well, I don't, yeah, I guess not. I don't know. I mean, people use candles, right, to sew and shit. So, yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, the, like people in the 1700s seem pretty on the ball about health issues. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, you know, if you, if you find your, if you find your vision worsening, just go in for a bleeding. Yeah. Every, everyone could do with a little bloodletting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Spooky. So what what's our conclusion here? Uh paper books good for burning, ebooks good for reading. In bed. Yeah, you're good for reading in bed. I uh you know, there's something about a book. There is. You know what you can't do? You can't like talk to the cute girl at the coffee shop because you notice that she's reading an ebook by Kurt Vonnegut. That's true. Right. Yeah, you can't. So that's a that's a rough. So if you're the kind of person who it's very important to you to be seen reading something, uh-huh. you want everyone to know, oh look at me, I'm reading Thomas Pinchon. Right, right. Uh, then you don't want to get an ebook because then you can't be a douche. Yeah. I, I mean you can't you can approach the, someone else you because can be you don't the know iPad if they're douche. Right. Yeah. If you say, hey, I noticed you're reading Vonnegut. She's like, why are you looking at my screen, you fucking creepy pervo? Right. I'm checking Facebook. Yeah. Leave me alone. Why are you trying to e-stalk my college co-ed cutie friends? Uh-huh. And you were like, well, yeah, I thought you might be into that. And she was all, no, mm-hmm. not into that at all, you creepy pervo. What are you, 30? <laughs> and it's like, it's super depressing. Whereas if she actually well, had a copy of Because 30 is actually younger than us. I know. That's yeah, why that it's so depressing. depressing. Yeah. yeah. It's like, well, I'm flattered that you think I'm only 30, but I'm really ashamed that you wouldn't have sex with me even if I was only 30. Mm-hmm. And that's why right. I got to get rid of this beard. <laughs> I'm 35. Suck it. Oh, wait. Yeah. No. no. Especially don't suck it. Yeah. Yeah. No. All right. Well, I think that's enough of this show. <laughs> okay. Thanks, everyone. Good uh, night. That, oh, good night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>